If you're a 19-year-old soldier new to a duty station, it can be hard to find community and fun. But BOSS, Better Opportunities for Single Soldiers, offers day trips, gaming groups, and more to let Fort Campbell soldiers relax. This week, BOSS President Staff Sergeant Russell Loveless tells Charlie and Chris about how the program works and how BOSS has expanded. It's not just for single soldiers anymore. Clarksville's conversation powered by FM Bank. Well, Chris, thanks for sitting in. Yeah, absolutely. Glad you know, to do it. Sometimes it's good when when Katie's actually got to do her job. She lets us, uh, you know, take over the studio. So yeah, look we get out. in trouble. You're in trouble with me. That's right. I'll, we'll go both go down in flames. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> well, sir, we we appreciate you being here. Thanks for uh, taking time to let us learn more about you and and the things you were doing. Of course, I appreciate being here. Absolutely. So. Question I ask all the time: How in the world do you end up in Clarksville, Tennessee? Well, uh, originally I was in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's yeah. where I was uh, raised for the longest time. I moved to Virginia, moved back and forth. I always wanted to be in the army. Yeah, uh, my father was in the army, and I think his father was in the army as well. Uh, I joined uh, 2023, not 2023, 2013. Yeah. Uh, then I was in Alaska for three years. I was in Germany for three years, and then I had the choice to be here at uh, Fort Campbell. And now I've been here. This is my fourth year being here, and uh, I've loved the Clarksville community, so yeah. I'm probably not going to leave. So when you when you decided to join the Army, did, was there an aspect of the Army that you were interested in, or was I'm just joining the Army? Of course. Uh, the biggest thing, at least for me, was that I've always loved the community aspect uh, I was raised in a small town, uh, very pro-Army, and my father always said, oh, well, you're going to join the Army. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. And me being a, a stubborn teenager, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, and I was actually working in daycare at the time, and I was like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do it. And then I went in there. Before I knew it, I was off to basic training. So you went from leading a, a group of three- and five-year-olds to uh, pursuing a career where you can lead, uh, I guess, um, some that are a little bit older than that. Yes, I was in charge Maybe of Maybe more that. mature, even. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I was with the elementary school kids. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I absolutely, uh, I've, I've always been drawn to it, but I never thought I could do it. And then before I knew it, bam, I, I signed the papers and I was off to Fort Sill. Yeah. So, so what was your first job in the Army? Uh, I'm a 13 Bravo, which is uh, field artillery. Okay. So essentially, I shoot off big cannons and make things go boom. Uh, that was my my job, my official title. So when you, when you're on on that in that artillery, what part of the firing of the cannon do you do, or do you guys rotate? Because it's not just one person out there doing. Oh no! Oh no! That would be madness. Yes. yes. Um, so it all depends on rank. And making sure, like, if you're comfortable with the piece. So when I just started, uh, I was number one man. And basically what you do there is make sure that the loading of the projectile in the tube was done correctly and that it is verified and cleaned so that it's good to go. There'd be no malfunctions within the cannon, and then you close the other side of it. And that's essentially, in a nutshell, what it is. There's a little more to that, but that's that's a short little tidbit of it. Wow. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So did you uh, deploy uh, with that specialization? Uh, yes, sir. Um, we've, we've done two – well, I've done two different deployments. The first one was to uh, Japan and Korea. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of training with uh, other militaries over there, which was actually really cool. 
and we worked with some of the riot police and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then the other deployment that we had was over in Poland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stayed over there for about seven months. Mm-hmm. So yeah. pretty cool stuff. That, that does sound cool. And then, and then you come to Fort Campbell, you make your way here, and – you know, I was reading up a little bit about you, and it seems like you care about soldiers, and you want you want to help soldiers the best you can. So you're over the boss program, yes, sir. Right. So tell us what that is, and and what you do. So boss stands for Better Opportunities for Single Soldiers. Uh, originally, the program was made specifically for single soldiers, but now what we're sort of doing, at least in Fort Campbell, is focusing more so on a community. Uh, I was handed the seat around 2021, so around the time that you know co- we were, the COVID restrictions were kind of getting off, and uh, they handed me the program. I was like, "Here, you got to build it back up," and I was like, "Roger, Sergeant Major, I'm gonna do it." Yeah, um, and that's what I did. Uh, I made sure, at least nowadays, everybody wants everything right then, right now. And with the community, we went from a community of I would say roughly eight boss reps. For the entirety of Fort Campbell, we're supposed to have 400, and we mm. had eight. And uh, now, uh, thanks to Discord, which is a basically fancy AOL, yeah. uh, we have the second biggest Discord right now, having uh, in the in the entire army. Excuse me, wow. uh, having uh, 2,070 members, and our boss meetings, we have anywhere from 50 to 120 people, uh, which is amazing. Uh, but we do a little bit of everything. Uh, the big things that we do is like recreation, leisure events. Those are all the fun events. Uh, we go paintballing, rock climbing, skydiving, and we make it as free as we can to the soldier. Now, there are times that, you know, they have to cover a little charge here and there, but realistically, it's nothing more than 20 bucks. It's more like, you know, bring yeah. your own lunch or, you know, help us yeah. with gas a little bit or something like that. But normally we make it as free as possible. Uh, we also do life skills which is anything educational to the soldier. So what we actually did last summer is we hired a bus driver. We all got in a bus, and we drove all the way down to the Okoe River, and we whitewater rafted the entire thing. And then we got him back in a bat- bus and went back. And we, the only thing we made them cover was dinner. Yeah. And that's it. Because there's a lot of soldiers that there's so many opportunities. Here in Clarksville, all in Tennessee, there's stuff that a lot of soldiers just don't know how to do. And that's where life skills kind of go in. Uh, we do 3D printing as well. We did that uh, late January, and that was one of our biggest successes. We had mm-hmm. tons of positive feedback uh, with that enterprise yeah. as well. So uh, and the last thing we really cover is quality of life issues. So anything that either directly or indirectly affects the soldier that they either don't feel comfortable with their chain of command or it is something that they have gone to their chain of command and they can't really help, we help. Uh, It's more so barracks and stuff like that that we go and step in and we tell Garrison Sergeant Major like, hey, this uh, this one soldier said that his room had no heat and it was during December. And those barracks get cold very quickly. And they're like, hey, my room's like 40 degrees. And I, all I got to do is, hey, Sergeant Major, we just got to fix this. And then, boom, we get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that uh, this, I'm trying to, I'm a little off topic, but I'm trying to stay on the barracks thing for a minute. You know, there's a lot of good barracks things going on out there with uh, 1st Brigade. They're getting some new barracks, and I think there's some more money coming in to renovate more barracks after that. So there is some, uh, 
hope on the horizon for oh, sure. Yes, sir. With yes, that. sir. And that, that's our biggest thing is uh, there are times it's user error, but yeah. more often yeah. than not, like I'm a 19 year old kid. I've never, you know, been in this sort of situation. I'm not used to dealing with this sort of stuff and they don't really know who to turn to. They might not feel, you know, confident to go to their supervisor and be like, Hey, I have a problem with this or something like that. That's sort yeah. of where boss can take that for them. Yeah. So how, um, what is the idea behind boss? Or what is the, the, the purpose of it? Is it to sort of give the young soldiers sort of opportunities to interact with other people, sort of a fellowship thing? Or like what, what's, yes, sir. What's it trying to accomplish, I, I guess? I would say, I'd say it's a little different for each garrison because mm-hmm. we are able to be a little more independent, which I actually like. I like, uh, even though that's kind of not what the Army's about, but being able to look at the garrison and see specifically, hey, this is what we need to be about. And that's why I was really focused on community. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the times with boss, they're like, oh, like I'm a married soldier. I would love to go paintballing, but I can't. I'm mm-hmm. married. And for that, I'm like, no, no, everybody, everybody's coming along. Um, there's been very few events that we, we make very specific, like, hey, this is for single soldiers or, hey, mm-hmm. this is for soldiers with children or something mm-hmm. very specific. But if it's anybody, anybody can show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that, it's more so having a place that they can put their hair down, but in the safety of like Clarksville and Fort Campbell and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, Because like, like I was saying earlier, soldiers, they get really intimidated. They're Mm -hmm. like, man, I'm in a completely new place and Clarksville's not huge, but like where I was from, I had two street light street lights. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh man, like this is a huge shock. Yeah. It's gotta be a big transition for a lot of them. Right. And they don't really know like, of course, we got Google and all that, which is fine and all, but I want to do something specific, but it's, you know, all the way in Nashville or something like that. And that's sort of where boss can really help and be like, hey, like we have uh, we had a Magic the Gathering draft, a trading card game uh, that we covered the entire cost for. All they had to do was sign up and show up. Mm-hmm. And if it's too far for them, we'll go and pick them up in a bus. Yeah. So there's no... We have made it so that there is always something going on every Friday or Saturday. Guaranteed, we have something going on. And it might not pertain specifically to that soldier, mm-hmm. but it might to his buddy. It might just be somebody else. And if they, it's not, they can let us know, and then we'll make it happen. Yeah. yeah. So any any soldier can be involved? Yes, sir. So specifically, active duty. But if they are like National Guard or anything like that, after 30 days, they are more than welcome. Yeah. Uh, we have some soldiers that are Air Force. We're not going to say, oh, you're Air Force. You can't come along. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to take everybody we can. Yes, sir. So how do you get the word out? How do, how do soldiers, um, they're busy every day doing something. How do they learn about you guys? So we got two main main ways to confront that. The biggest is, of course, social media. Uh, we actually have been stepping back from Facebook and Instagram because that's now for business accounts and old people use that now. That's what I've been told. But we use Discord and Discord is basically AOL, but just a little bit more fancy. It's uh, used for United States Army esports. That's sort of where I brought it into. Uh, but with that, we have a gigantic community where people can say, hey, uh, I want to know more about this or, hey, you know, stuff like anything revolving boss and we can respond instantaneously. Yeah. Uh, so it's not as personal as, you know, phone numbers, but it still has that community aspect of like, hey, we should go and watch a movie. And then people can say that they like it with like a thumbs up reaction. And that tells me there's a need for this. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have our boss reps show up every other Wednesday, 1400 at the Warrior Zone. Uh, everybody's invited to that. And it's actually a requirement that there has to be one for each unit. Oh, really? So we, we're definitely getting that back from the ashes. It's, it's difficult, of course, with all the different brigades and all the different uh, yeah. tempos and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. We're, definitely, we're definitely making it happen for sure. So how many people is that? One per unit. How many is that? So it is around 400. I don't know the exact number. I think it's like 386, yeah. I believe, yeah. somewhere around that. Yeah. But give or take with all the tenant units as well, it's probably around more like 400, sir. So yeah. you talked about it, um, you know, suffering during COVID and trying to come back from that. I think, you know, I'm hearing that from a lot of people. Like, How do we come mm-hmm. back from COVID? How do, what did you learn out of that process? And how, how have things changed, I guess, for boss pre-COVID and post-COVID? And how did you get through that? So at least for me, it's modernization. That is something I always push. It is we need to we need to keep up as much as possible, which is sort of why the discord really ties into almost everything. Uh, we were the first boss program to ever use a discord. Uh, and I was like, we need to do this because instead of, you know, the emails and stuff, which is great, but we're talking to soldiers that are E1s to E4s primarily for representatives, right? They're not going to be looking at their emails all the time. They're going to be more in motor pools. They're going to be in fields and stuff like that. And I was like, well, we could do a text club, but that's going to get very expensive very quickly. And everything sort of just turned into that. And now more than ever, we're having events sell out in like days. The Magic the Gathering event, we had sell out in five days, which for a boss, that's very quickly. That means that more than 30 people got this information in less than a few days. And because of Fort Campbell's op tempo, that's very hard uh, because uh, like y'all were saying earlier, like I'm working 12-hour, 13, 14-hour days. I don't have the willpower to you know go back home change into civilian clothes, and then drive back on post if you're off post mm-hmm. or across post or something like that. Uh, so that's been been our main push is just trying to make everything easily accessible on your phone, and Discord's what's doing that right now. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, that, that could change in six months. But oh, I course. think I guess the key is modernization, keeping up with how people are receiving information and making sure you're, you're doing it that way. You yes, know? sir. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Now you mentioned the the uh, EA Sports uh, thing. Well, what, what what is your role in all of that? How does that work? Can you talk so a about that? It's a United States Army esports. So it is a relatively new program. It came out around 2020. Yeah, so right before COVID hit, and it is a program made by the Army to sort of integrate Army soldiers with civilians because a lot of civilians think that all we do is breaking down doors and we're combat, combat, combat all the time. And that's not the case. There are plenty of jobs that are not combat related, and there's so many opportunities like right now Mm -hmm. uh, that can be obtained, but you have to work for it. And I've been playing Super Smash Brothers ever since I was a little kid. And uh, they sent the email out to everybody, and 600 people wanted to get in this seat, and only eight did, and I was one of those eight. And they're like, hey, you're pretty decent at talking to people. You want to go to these tournaments and talk to people at the Army? I'm like, sure. And uh, I'd go and show people, like, hey, there's a lot more than the Army than what y'all are seeing, especially Mm. online. Um, And ever since then, it's been sort of just keep on going. Even through COVID, we were doing things on Twitch. We were streaming. We were doing all this different kinds of stuff. So I took the modernization part and mm-hmm. I plugged it in. And ever since then, it's just been success after success, at least in the boss program. 
Chris, are you a gamer? I am not. I uh, I always tried to be and always wanted to be, but my friends were always better than me at video games. And, uh, <laughs> I go back to the Centipede and Pac-Man days. Yeah, so, but, uh, me both. They always just wiped me out. <laughs> you don't? No, you no should. teams for that. <laughs> you should. You should do that. Wow. Well, it sounds like you've uh, got a lot on your hands, but your energy level is amazing. And, you know, just being able to bring new things to the soldiers, I think I think that's that's just awesome. Yes, sir. I am very passionate about the program. Uh, the biggest thing was me being in Alaska. That was my first duty station. I was that 19-year-old kid. In Alaska, you're like on the moon. It, it's Everything is different. You're plugging yeah. your car in. There are months that you have no sunlight. There are months that you have only sunlight. And I didn't know down from up. I was like, I'm... Yeah. I don't know what to do here. And my first place that I went to was the Warrior Zone, was Boss. Mm-hmm. And they integrated me with tons of different things that was going on that I would have never known, yeah. even with Google searches <clears throat> and stuff like that. Because even then, there are programs, there's so many programs across the Army. And they're like, here, oh, you, we have this gaming competition. Oh, we got this write-off post. Oh, we have this write-on post. And before I knew it, every weekend I was going out and doing something instead of, you know, Sitting in my room playing video games all day. Yeah, yeah. Get you actually engaged in a a one to one, real in person community. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. And that's what made the difference, at least Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Well, we sure appreciate you being here. Is there anything that we've not asked you or any, any words of advice or encouragement? At least for us, the best way to contact us is through our Discord, which we have QR codes all throughout our Facebook and Instagram. All you have to search is Fort Campbell Boss, and every single flyer we have a QR code getting to that Discord. Uh, Anyone can join, not just soldiers. Uh, Civilians can join, uh, and we actually encourage that because getting every single connection is possible. That's what I'm about. Even though this program is specifically for soldiers, eventually – Civilians are a part of that aspect, too, regardless if they're married to a soldier or a dad to a soldier. Like veterans, we actually have, I believe, over 200 veterans are a part of that channel as well. So that's my big push is like if you see a boss event like we host at the Wilson Theater, a free movie night. We do it every well the last Sunday of every month. Yeah, it's open to everybody. Everybody as you, you can get on post, you can show up and it's completely free. And we sell some concessions, and it just goes straight back into boss. Yeah. So, and we make sure it's not like crazy. It's two dollars per item, not like yeah. ten dollars for a yeah. little right. shot of popcorn or anything like that. But I mean, other than that, I'm I'm just glad to be here and spread more information out. Well, we sure appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot. Of course. Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, so you don't miss out on a single conversation.